it's, this is me now for the rest of my life. I have yeah. to every single day. That, that's just me. If it's, I don't one day, I don't feel right. I feel sick. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> and, like, you, people may be thinking, that's a bit obsessive. Like, if you... Like, but if you start to enjoy exercise, why is it a problem? If it brings you so much benefits, whether it's like your mood, physically, looks, everything, if it makes you better, why is it a problem? Welcome to the Stronger Fit to Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and I am joined by one of the Body and Beyond gang. So her name is Jamie. Some of you may know her if you've seen her face as what is your uh, Jamie's lashes or lashes, lashes by, Jamie. by Jamie. Yeah, lashes by uh, Jamie. Lashes are, being dead. lashes are dead now anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we will come to that. So um, we basically are going to be talking about Jamie's journey since she joined us because she has been on an incredible journey. And when I say an incredible journey, she has gone through a massive transformation, both physically, mentally, and even um, in another area of her life as well. Maybe she'll mention it later. We'll see. Um, so, Jamie, who are you? Please introduce yourself to everyone who doesn't know who you are. Hi, everyone. So I'm Jamie. Um, I joined Body and Beyond in 2019. It was 2019, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. January, I, just, I think, January. I'm all over the place of lockdown. 2019, <laughs> January. Um, and I have my own pharmacy in Kingsbury, which I work at Monday to Friday, school hours only, <laughs> part-time <laughs> Um And before joining Body and Beyond, I kind of was umming and eyeing about joining. I don't know if you remember me, but I used to see you at Norfolk Park. Yeah. Um, at the gym downstairs, energy gym, and I used to see you training your clients. I used to see, I used to see you make them run up and down the stairs, and I was thinking, do I really want to do that? <laughs> Is that what I really want to do? Because I, I was like quite big back then, lazy, and I just couldn't bother to exercise, and I just wanted a quick fix, like everyone probably wants a quick fix. Um, trying all these yo-yo diets and eating this and eating that and doing the stupid aloe vera diet, which never ever worked, and I kind of ummed and ahed about joining you guys for about a year, a year and a half. Yeah, and I, I think you I got in touch. you a few times and then I just kind of blanked you and ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably thought, oh, what an idiot, yeah? But no, no. Anyway. You'll be surprised about how many people get in touch and then they're like, I want to do this. And then they don't, like, they literally yeah, I think, just go. I think, I, was just scared. I think I was scared of taking that first step. I mean, I wasn't really motivated and I just used to see other people doing it. And I thought, oh, can I really do it? Um, and I think I just need someone to push me, that push. Um, I'd had my second child by then and I just didn't know how to get into exercise. And I, I really didn't know where to start. And I guess I didn't have that support. And I tried so many different personal trainers and started, stopped, started, stopped, and nothing really worked for me. So, yeah, 2019, January, I kind of made that phone call to you and I said, yeah, let's just do it. I need to start. Um, I think the first, the, the thing that really made me do it was I saw myself in an, in an escalate, not an escalate, a lift. I saw me in the mirror uh -huh. and uh, I thought I need to do something. And before that, actually, I went and tried a dress on in a shop and it wouldn't fit me. I had to go dress size up and I was like, this is not happening. I need to sort this out. So yeah, so I made the phone call to that. And I used to see Sadie training clients at Snap because I was a member at Snap. Yeah. 
and I used to train with another personal trainer and I used to see her training clients every day in the morning and every day I used to think, shall I call them, shall I not, shall I call them, shall I not? And then I just took that step in January 2019. So firstly, I want, I want to talk about what made you kind of really take that plunge and you said about seeing yourself. So yeah. what, what did that cause? Like, what, what did that make you feel like? Because a lot of people probably feel like have those moments. They're like, I'm going to do it. And then something happens and they get they, they just ignore that moment. And then they go back to normal life again. Yeah. So I had a lot of those moments before that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had moments like that um, where I used to see myself in the mirror or look at myself in pictures that I've taken with friends and think, oh, yeah, I need to go on a diet. And I'd start a diet or go to the gym and start with a trainer and nothing would happen. I'd still be, still be in that same position, same weight, same look, everything. I don't know. I just I think I was doing it wrong or whoever was training me was doing it wrong. Um, so... I think it was probably the fifth or sixth time where I saw myself and it was when I had to actually go up a size and I did not want to go to that size. It was going to be a size 16, so 14 to 16. I said, this is not happening. I'm not having any more children and I need to sort myself out because when I looked at myself in the mirror, I thought I actually looked 10 years older than what I was. And I just had to sort myself out because my children were young. I, I want to be there for my kids, you know, and had to do something about it. So it was basically just something that it just, that was the last straw that uh, broke the camel's back almost like just kind of pushed you to go for it. So how were you feeling when you got in touch? Um, You know, were you excited? Were you nervous? What what was Um, going through your head? I was nervous. I I was actually nervous to speak to you because Sadie messaged me and said that you'd be calling me. So I was kind of scared. And you asked me all these questions about why I want to do it, why I want to do it now, why have I waited this long? Um, you know, what What do I see myself doing in the next six months or whatever? Where do I want to see myself, my goals and et cetera? And I really didn't have the answers to that. I just said <laughs> to you what just came out because I basically, in my head, I was thinking, I just want a bikini body and I just want to, <laughs> I want to lose all this weight and just look like I used to look when I was 18 or 19. And realistically, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And it was going to be slow progress, but... Obviously, you on the other side of the phone were encouraging and motivating and you said, you know, we're going to start at this and go on and move forward. And obviously, progression takes time. So, like, you kind of eased me into the conversation and felt I felt more relaxed. Okay. So, um, and, and you basically gave me a date that this is the date you're going to start. So, I think I called you on the 1st or 2nd of Jan and you were like, okay, we're going to start on the 6th. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I have, like, four days to eat what I want or do what I want, and then that's it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was ready for it. It's funny. A lot of people have that mindset of, like, oh, this is – so, you know, like, oh, I'm starting on Monday, so then I've got the weekend to kind of yeah. just have some fun, and then I'm going to starve myself from Monday. Yeah. Did you actually feel like it was like that? So be honest, obviously, if it was um, – maybe it was before you started but how was it when you first actually got started was it quite daunting in the way that you felt it would be or was it Um, no because so basically on my first session when I started Sadie I'm not gonna lie guys because if you want to train you've you've got to be mentally prepared for it um it's not it's not like oh yeah I've got a new personal trainer and you know they're gonna let me go easy on day one or whatever it wasn't like that Sadie basically put me into (laughs) just like shoved me in and at the hard end 
And I actually felt like fainting or being sick that first really? day of my trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and then, and then she was like, oh, I've seen you at Snap. I know you can do this. I know you can do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but she made me go that level up. And oh, she see. just pushed me. Um, and I, she probably remembers that I actually felt sick. I had to go outside. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's that. Just to clarify to anyone who's listening, thinking, "Oh wow, these are crazy." We do intro people into sessions quite comfortably. Um, Sadie probably obviously thought that you've been training for a while, you can handle it. Um, well, yeah. So that's what I'm saying that you know, if you're new to it, don't worry. I mean, you, you will get an introduction and induction, and you will go slow. But for someone who has been training and has not been seeing any benefits and Probably because Sadie's been seeing me every day in the gym before I started with you guys, so yeah. she knows that I can do it. Whereas a new person who comes in, you guys don't know much about them, right? But as she saw me every day, she knew that I could probably do it. Yeah. So uh, she just made me push, push me, and she knew that what my goals were as yeah. well. Yeah, so you, you asked for that hard, I heavy hit in sessions, it, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't daunting at all. So she gave me my um, calories and like. The, the, what I need to do and to be honest I wasn't not eating any foods that you know I, I would stop eating or I actually was eating everything that I wanted to eat yeah. and I just stayed within my calorie deficit so it was actually fine and yeah. I didn't actually know that you could do that really to get to your goals yeah because I didn't know anything about it right because I was probably doing it wrong the whole time Oh, I see. So I thought you, when you first came to us, I, I felt like, because you've been training for a while and stuff, we did ask you questions about how much you know about nutrition and stuff. And obviously, yeah. when people speak to us first, they often, one of the, the most common things we hear is, my diet's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I just probably need some guidance. And, and usually with most people, what they're actually eating is not bad. Like, most of the time, 90% of the things they're eating it's fine it's it's more about controlling portions having set specific targets in terms of like actual clear clarity around what to do yeah and so i think that's what my issue was yeah. i was good food but um it wasn't the right portions yeah. so i've probably been overeating and yeah. like you know i tried all that intermittent fasting and stuff and obviously i was the kind of person who oh thinking i'm going to save my calories i'm going to save my calories. and then i probably overeat my calories yeah. Yeah. later on so I wasn't shedding anything. <laughs> so you've said like you've tried so many different things in the past. What do you feel like was the thing that was kind of holding you back in the past then from actually taking, getting any results? Um, I think I was just scared. Yeah. And I think, I think I was just scared to take the big step to actually do something that was right and that would actually work. Um, and I think motivation and I think family and people around you, peer pressure as well, like when you go out to eat and stuff, people are forcing you to eat. And like, I don't know, but you you know, Indians have quite a high social life. <laughs> yeah. Like friends, when you go on holiday or you go out with friends, it's going to happen again when things open up next week. Like you're going to go, I'm going to go here, there, everywhere. But now I know how to control what I'm eating. Back then, I didn't, and I just used to do everything. And being in an Indian household, when my mother-in-law used to live with me, she used to cook full meals three times a day when she used to stay with me. So it was like I had to eat it. I couldn't make my own food because I just felt like I was in the way of making my own food as well. Ah, I see. And um, I don't think the older generation don't understand, and 
probably a lot of um, clients and women, men on body and probably understand where I'm coming from here, that the older generation don't understand that what healthy eating is or what a diet is. They just think that Indian food's healthy. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing, and it's it's not even that it's not healthy. It's just not always in the right proportions to what you need. Yeah, and um, it's not like you can't. Did you have to give up eating Indian food, or was it just? No, I didn't give it up, but it was as you say, portion control, and I I totally cut out fried food. Yeah. Um, when I first started training, so the first six months, I totally cut out fried food and um high in sugar food, so Indian yeah. sweet and everything. I love my chocolate, so I stayed with chocolate like a piece <laughs> every day. But Indian sweets and anything fried, yeah, I don't touch it. Okay, and why did you decide to do that? Because it's not um, something we tell you to do. Because it takes most of my calories up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather than, I'd rather bake it in the oven than fry it, um, because when you're counting and tracking, it's so much easier, and you have more calories to eat. At the end of the day. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say that because um, a lot of people make that assumption that, oh, like, well, d- is it because it's fried? It's, it's just bad for me or is it because... And I'm not saying that fried food is generally a healthy thing to do. Obviously, trans fats and having, like, deep fried food is probably not the best way to go for your health. But you can include that type of food in your diet. It's just... Yeah. It's the most calorific. It's the most processed and highly sugar foods and processed foods like things like Indian sweets or if you're looking at like things like donuts and stuff yeah they are going to be very calorific so if you're eating that on a daily basis and it takes up 20 to 30 percent of your daily intake you're not going to maximize the amount of food you can eat and what I presume you did was maximize the amount you could eat without maximizing the calories. So Yeah, and I'm not saying I never ate that food and I I don't eat it at all. And I do. I mean I have a really sweet tooth, so I do. I have desserts and things and have my days where I want a donut or but it's not something that I eat every day. Like before probably I probably did used to have a sweet every day. Now I don't do that because I know, right? Yeah. I think if if a lot of people got that around, they got that fix in their head about that mindset with nutrition that it doesn't have to be clean eating um, or yeah. a suffering process or giving up all the foods you love, people will find that they're more likely to be successful because you're then able to adhere to something for longer. And as yeah. you know, more than probably anyone because you've been through it, it is all about consistency and actually sticking to something long enough to see yeah. results. Definitely. So what ty- so for anyone who hasn't seen your transformation on Instagram or anything like that what did you achieve over the course of the year that you were training with us So I achieved well in the first 3 months was when I saw my biggest weight drop Yeah um, so I lost about 12 to 13 kilograms within 6 months okay. of starting with you guys and that is basically just consistency with my training I trained every single day um, and unfortunately, I started with in January and we went to lockdown in March. So I only had two months with you guys in the gym. Um, and after that, we were online from home on yeah. Zoom. But, ev- but I did not lose that consistency. Even though you guys went online, it was amazing because you had so many classes on offer for us. Every single day, we had the opportunity to train with you guys. And you had so many different sessions on at different times of the day. So there was no way that anyone could make an excuse that they can't train. Anyone yeah. that says, oh, no, it's lockdown. I couldn't train. You know, I'm sorry. 
but I'm <laughs> like it because I trained every single morning. I stuck to my routine. So if I get up at five in the morning and go to Snap Fitness, I stuck to that routine lockdown. I got up at five and I trained at six o'clock with Sadie. So I think consistency with my training, my nutrition. So I kept to the same calorie deficit throughout throughout the whole year um, until I reached my goal. And just, yeah, just sticking with you guys yeah. throughout. Um, just really helped me. So I achieved, in total, I achieved 13 kilos weight loss. And um, I feel so much stronger, happier, healthier. I could I can run up a hill now. I could, before, I couldn't even walk up a hill, like without huffing and puffing. But I can run up a hill now. And um, it's just amazing. The feeling is just amazing. And for, for anyone who's listening, thinking, oh, like, that's easy for you to say, you know, that. It, there's no excuse you can train every day I think what we should clear up is that you had the right support around you so for a lot of people if you're just on your own you're trying to do it you don't have any guidance you don't have a program to follow or anything like that yes it's going to be very difficult but what made it easier for you um like you said like one thing was that we had availability we had lots of sessions available to you. Is there anything else that made it a lot easier for you to kind of commit to that kind of level of discipline of sticking to this? Um, yeah, the support that you guys give behind the scenes, not only your classes. So Sadie would be in con constant contact with us, um, you know, weekly emails. She'd WhatsApp after every session to see how we're feeling, um, to motivate us, to push us more. So if I'd done like a 10 kilo floor press on one session, she'd be like, right, tomorrow you're doing 12. And I'm like, chill, because, you know, I still need to do today. But <laughs> push you and motivate you. So you want to wake up the next day and go on to that session and show her that, yeah, I can do that floor press. Um, but, yeah, just the constant um behind the scenes support that you guys give it's just amazing as well and anytime that i need to speak to you or nikhil or say you're just on the other side of the phone so the support is always there 24 7 which is just amazing i mean i've never had that with any other personal trainer well i'm, I'm glad that we were able to provide that for you and that support one thing i don't want to um skip over is the family support you probably had at home so, yeah, family is amazing as well. So my husband, Yogesh, I mean, he trains every single day as well. You've probably seen him in the gym as well. So he trains, he's consistent as well with his training. So he trains every single day in the morning. Um, and my girls, I mean, they're both sporty. My younger one is a gymnast and my older one is into training now as well. So she's joined the gym and they're always pushing me to do my best. It's just, it, it really helps when you've got the motivation at home and with your trainers and around you, it's just, really good and getting those 10,000 steps in a day I mean when I first started with you guys said you said 10,000 I couldn't do it I was reaching eight and I was tired yeah. um, but after two months after the first eight weeks I was going over the 10,000 so I was in 15 16 and during lockdown I was getting to like 20 22 yeah, so I, lots I time. but I think we had a lot more time on our hands like the weather was good it's good to get out get some fresh air and um it was just, it was just like, I, I honestly don't know where the time has gone. And every day I actually wake up thinking about you guys thinking, oh, it's time to train. It's time to train. And like, I, sometimes I can hear Nikhil and say this voice in my head. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know if that's a good thing or a, or a bad. <laughs> that's funny. Um, what, what I wanted to um, ask about as well was 
is there anything that helped on the nutrition side of things to help you be more consistent like what made it because this is where a lot of people fall down so with training if especially if they've got a trainer they can attend sessions they can make it regular if they've got that accountability and especially if they've got the right environment at home and other people are doing the same thing but what about with nutrition what made you be so consistent with it so I found it easier to stick to the same meals, the same kind of meals every day. Um, so for anyone who is finding it hard for nutrition, get the MyFitnessPal app and try and stick to the same meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, if you're trying to, trying to shed those pounds because it's so much easier and you'll see progress so much quicker. So I, I kind of ten, tended to stick to like the same breakfast, like my oats or my Weetabix or whatever, the fruit, um, the same lunch, which would be salad. Would be, so I'm vegetarian, so salad with, like, corn protein um, was, like, every day my lunch. That was it. Yeah. And, and then in the evening, I'd have my meal, whatever I'm cooking for the family, but I'd, I'd count my calories, so I'd portion control it. So even if I was having Indian, I would still have it, but just control what I'm eating. Yeah. So every day would be I'd have the same meal. And even to this day, Monday to Friday, I have the same meal because okay. – uh, I'm, I'm still in calorie deficit, but I'm in maintenance, right? But I don't want to put my calories up. Sadie keeps telling me to go up. <laughs> I want to <laughs> because I'm so, like, stuck to eating the same food during the week. I don't think I can take, like, any more. Because I feel full. So um, I think nutrition-wise, it's best to stick to the same meals. Um, and on the weekends, it's not like I go crazy. But, yeah, if we're going to take away, I will eat it. If yeah. uh, I'm going out, I will eat, like grab a portion of chips or whatever. And I actually don't feel bad for it because I know come Monday, I'm going to be back on that on that um, tracker again. Yeah. And I don't feel bad for eating badly on the weekend because also I get get on the scales every single morning. Yeah. And I'm still So I feel really good about it. But <laughs> I think it's the best to download the app, track everything that you're eating um, and just stick to the same meals. It's yeah. worked for me. I think it can work for anyone, to be honest. I think it can work for a lot of people, especially if you find that you, you're someone who needs um, a bit more routine and a bit more like kind of less thinking and less worrying about what to eat and things like that. And you may be listening thinking that's that sounds really boring. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, exact yeah. same meal, exact same taste. The way I do it, um, and the reason why we recommend this not for everyone but for certain people is that tracking one opens up your eyes what gets measured gets managed so if you don't have any form of measurement or control you're gonna find that you're like just sporadic with how much you eat you, you have no control of what's going in and out and yeah. and this is not for you don't have to track calories like jamie now could probably stop tracking calories and roughly still be eating the same amount without worrying about it without having to actually be meticulous and I, I presume slowly she will start to come away from that but for someone who let's say you have I don't know use money for example if you had poor spending habits poor control over how much is going in how much is going out you had no clue what would be the first thing any financial advisor would tell you is track every penny that's coming in and coming out and that's literally what we do in nutrition when first when you first start. It's all about getting control and just you know what's going in and out. 
And that's why we recommend tracking. And then slowly you can come away from it once you get more mindful, once you become more aware, once it becomes a bit more like second nature. The other thing about eating similarly every day is simply for decision fatigue. So you may have heard like of really high performance individuals like Steve Jobs and things like that just literally wear the same thing every single day. They have the same top that they have like seven of and they wear the same top every day without worrying about what they have to do to get like ready in the mornings. It's because there's one less decision to make. It's the same thing with like people who prepare, I don't know, food in advance or people who may get their clothes out ready the night before. So in the morning, there's less decisions to be made. There's less reliance on willpower. And this is why Jamie's saying like, you know, you should be eating similar foods, if not the same foods every day. And we're big on variety. And, you know, you should be having different vegetables and different things like that. And maybe different spices to mix up your palate a bit. But what she means is keeping calories roughly similar. So if you're having oats, yeah, you could change the fruit up that you're having with it or the flavor that you're adding with it. But maybe keep the amount of oats the same. That way, you know, roughly the calories are exactly the same. And I do the same thing. So I'll have similar breakfast, similar lunch, but then my evening meal will be different every day, but the calories are roughly the same because I may have like 700 calories left for my dinner meal. So I can have whatever I want for dinner, but it's always going to be 700 calories, if if that makes sense. So that allows for less um, time to go wrong, basically. Less problems to occur because you're eating very similarly and then the other thing that jamie mentioned was about having the flexibility so in the, on the weekend she allows herself to be able to go out to be able to go out to eat and i presume you still have some form of control on those days because obviously you can eat yeah. back yeah you eat can. <laughs> what was that yeah. sorry i said i don't eat all day definitely yeah. have control. <laughs> so, so like, for instance if if like last week we went into town um and I had like a portion of pasta and some chips and that's it. Right. But cause I thought like having it, it's not, I'm not going to restrict myself from having it. Um, and in the evening I had a light meal, like I had a bowl of Weetabix because I know that I've eaten in the afternoon and I, I know that I've probably used most of my calories in there, but I don't need to track it. I don't need to count it because I kind of know how much I've eaten. Um, once you've been tracking for a long time, you will get to realize what's going in. So um, it, it's not that difficult. I actually thought when I was going to start it with you guys that it was going to be really difficult. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to track? Are we able to eat anything and this and that? But after the first week, you, you kind of know um, and you're actually not missing out on any foods that you want to enjoy. You can eat everything that you want. You've just yeah. got to be mindful of it. Um, and as you said about getting your clothes over the night before, I still do that. I get my gym clothes out the night before, before I go to bed, which I know I need to get up and train, Right. So nothing's going to stop me from exercising in the morning because yeah. my are right in front of me. When I get up from my bed, they're right there and I need to train. So I think that's another motivation as well. Um, you, you just got to be in routine. Mm. And I think a lot of people, it's all about building habits. So like yeah. basically less, less resistance on your path to success. And you can really build that into your day like, if you're someone who doesn't have a schedule and you're not setting a time to train, then you're very unlikely to train because you're like, I'm going to train tomorrow or I'm going to train three times this week. And then you don't know what days or when you're going to do it, what even you're going to do. So you still have to make those decisions when it comes to that point. Whereas if you said Monday, nine o'clock, I'm training 
Wednesday at 9 and Friday at 9 and you kept to that and you made it a non-negotiable, you're more likely to stick to it because you've made a little less resistance. You've made little less decisions to be made. You've, you've made it a lot more smoother. And um, you're just putting less barriers in the way of your success. And that's the same thing with tracking or, or planning ahead with your meals, planning ahead with your workouts. It's all about making it a lot easier for yourself to succeed. And I think that's probably what made it a lot easier for you. And even with your environment at home, it was probably tailored around, you know, having a community of people with us and then having a community in your own micro community at home within your own yeah. household who worked out, who were active, who wanted to go out on walks, that sort of thing. And you can surround yourself with those type of people. It doesn't have to be within your own house. Like, you know, now, even if you're not training with people, you could go on YouTube and listen to something like like a podcast like this. And it can feel support supportive because you've got positive voices in your ear that are that are supporting you and also motivating you and pushing you and giving you the right advice. So it yeah. doesn't always have to even be done in a paid for way with coaching or anything like that. There's lots of resources available to you. I always say this to people in terms of like, um, I didn't have loads of loads of role models in terms of business and starting a business and knowing what the right things are to do. But it's just finding like even free resources online, people that have been successful following in their footsteps, looking at what they're doing and then kind of doing it in your own way. It's the same thing with this, with fitness, looking for people like Jamie who've done the right thing and then trying to find your own path and what they've left for you. And it's just yeah. following that footsteps in there and, and going for it that way. It, how do you feel now in terms of like the journey you've been on? You've said about, like you know, you feel amazing and stuff. What is it that, what do you feel? How do you feel different to how you felt a year ago? Um... How do I feel different in in every single way? Um, I feel younger. Yeah. I feel younger. Um, I have more energy in myself. Um, as in, I can probably train twice a day now, morning and evening. I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just feel I just feel like it's I'm a new me. Um, I feel less lethargic, less tired. Um, because I mean more nutritional food as well, more greens and vegetables and fruits, which I didn't used to have before. Um, I, yeah, I just feel like more energized and more awake. And I'm awake at 4.30 every day and people actually think I'm mad. Um, some of the body and beyonders think I'm mad because we have a group <laughs> going on and they think I'm totally crazy. But I guess that's just me, it's just a new me now. I have a new routine and it's been like that for over a year now. And I, I don't think I would ever look back. I mean, my life has changed in so many ways. Um, and it's, it's just amazing. I, I, just, I wouldn't go back. wouldn't go back. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, it's great to hear that you feel the way you do. Because a lot of people wake up every day feeling tired, feeling like they don't, you know, have the energy to play with their kids or they have that kind of feeling when they get ready and they're like, oh, I don't like what I see. I'll, I'll have to change 30 times before I get ready in the mornings. I used to have that. I, that's, that used to be me. That was me. Um, yeah. That used to be me. So, uh, but it, it's basically body and bones has changed my life. It's, I will never go back there again. I, I, I think I've emptied my wardrobe about, about 10 times since I started. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is one downside of joining us to have to yeah. keep buying new clothes. But um, yeah, I mean, I get clothes passed to me now that are too big for other people. So <laughs> <laughs> too tight for other people. I'm sorry, it's not big. Too tight for other people. And I get these clothes passed on to me. And I can actually share clothes with my um, eldest daughter now as well, who's 16. So we share clothes. <laughs> I mean, that never happened. But yeah, it's just another story. It is, it is an incredible feeling when you've gone through a major transformation and you actually feel happy with your body in the end, especially when you've had like things like two kids and, you know, and people may be thinking, oh, like, oh, this is, again, easy for you. Like, you're just a different person. You have to remember where Jamie was and where she is now. It's not that she's a different person to you. She's just been through a different process to what you've been through. And she's done it all in the past. Like, what are the things you've tried in the past to, to lose weight? Um, as I said, I've tried, like, the aloe vera diets, um, intermittent fasting. I've tried three different personal trainers. Um, yeah, I- I've tried everything. Just name it. Like, I go on YouTube and watch people do this and do that. I order stuff off the internet. And my husband will be like, why are you spending money? Like, fucking gone mad and this and that. And I'm like, <laughs> gonna work because they're not you buy those stupid machines at home those ab toners and things like that the stupid belts to wear i've got it all um it's all gone in the bin now but like i think why the hell did i buy all that when all i need to do was this and stay consistent with my fitness and nutrition it's so simple and i'm not saying that yeah it's simple for everyone and you know there might be people out there who are tired and are finding it hard to start training and um just on a personal level, um, I, I have endometriosis and polycystic ovaries, and I know how hard it is and how tired you can feel and hormonal changes and things like that. And I know, like, there's a side of it where, yeah, weight loss is a big thing and you can put on weight and things like that. And that used to be me. Um, so, And I'm not saying it's disappeared. I still have it. But by controlling my nutrition and exercising every day, like, I've maintained it and it's, I feel so much better for it. It's what you said is, it's not that it's simple. It's just the solution is simple. Yeah. So actually doing it and what you have to do is pretty straightforward, but actually getting to do it and getting yourself in that position to be able to do it may not be straightforward for every single person. You have to yeah. go on your own journey. You have to make your mistakes. You have to go to the point where you were, where something just breaks the, you know, you have to want to do it as well i mean you can't say oh yeah i'm going to join the gym so a lot of people join the gym on first of january and then they stop in february um it's because they want to do it in january but then they lose motivation right in four weeks yeah maybe they don't have the support at home or they don't have the support of friends or you know people around them which is really hard and i've been there as well but i think mentally you've got to be prepared for it and you've got to stick to it and in your mind, you've, you, you're going to have to say that this is what you want. I mean, if you want a new job and you go out looking for a job, you, you go for it, right? You want it and you want to go for it. I think it's the same in everything. If you want to go to McDonald's and you know you want to go to McDonald's, you're going to go no matter what. You want to have McDonald's. So I, I don't see what the difference is in if you want something so badly and you want to change the way you look, the way you feel, you're going to have to change yeah. your and change your system and change the way you're thinking and you're going to have to take that step and go for it i think a lot of people what 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 get what people get wrong is um 
they don't stay in that mindset so while they have that why I'm not saying people don't so someone listening may be going I do want it I want it really bad I just can't make myself do it yeah it's because you're in between feelings so you want it you you hate that you're restricted by your body you want to change that you want the freedom you want all of the things that you're saying you do but at the same time you're ignoring how you feel when you want that so I've said it I think on the last three podcasts now about putting your head down and like kind of burying yourself like in terms of like putting your head in the sand a lot of people shy away from that pain feeling you know that feeling you had when you went in the lift and you looked at yourself and you didn't like what you saw I'm not saying to hate yourself and to be like hateful to yourself but what I'm saying is don't run away from that feeling don't make yourself so comfortable that you don't actually change or you don't make change yeah you have to stay in that uncomfortable area for a little while to force yourself to take action until you build a routine until you get into a good habit and then you can look up and see that you you know you're making progress and also you're going to have so while you're on your journey on your fitness journey i've been through this you're going to have a lot of people around you friends family um you're going to have a lot of people passing negative comments that oh you've lost so much weight you don't look good um what have you done you train too much this and that you're going to have these comments coming to you but you you just got to learn how to block it out because you're doing this for yourself you're not doing it for anyone around you. You're not doing it for that friend that doesn't care, doesn't want to work out, just wants to go out eating and drinking and whatever every day. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. So you've just got to ignore those negative comments that come to you. And you've, I think it's better to surround yourself with positive people rather than those negative comments, um, which is brings you down. And that's what's going to stop you from doing it and being consistent. So how did you do that? How did you overcome those voices? You just got to block them out. Or just got to give it back to them, basically. You've, <laughs> you've just got to give them a sarcastic comment back. Um, but you've got to. But some people are scared to do that. And in the beginning, I was scared to do that. Um, but my husband used to tell me, you just got to give it back to them. And even my daughter just used to tell me, you just got to give it back <laughs> So I just started doing that. And I tend to hang around more with positive people. So I made a lot of friends in the gym at Snap. So we've got a little group and we work out together and whatever. But... It's those positive vibes that will keep you going. Yeah. I think what you've done really well is is form like a a bubble around you that are supportive of your goals. So you spend yeah. more time with people who generally are on the same va- wavelength as you as opposed to not. Yeah. And you've positively influenced a lot of people to, like you've, you know, recommended us to quite a few people who've joined us and you've made that positive influence on other people. And it, yeah. for anyone who's who's like kind of not able to do that because you have more negative voices in your in your circle that are kind of trying to bring you back to them. Just remember this, that most people who try to deter you from doing something positive aren't actually bad people or people who don't want you to succeed. It's normally that they often they make you're making them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You're doing something they probably want to be able to do and they don't necessarily like it. Not even from a jealousy point of view because not jealousy is almost like a negative thing and most people around you like your mum and stuff care about you. They're just doing it because they don't know any different. They're, they're, they don't want to be potentially where they are right now and they, they don't want you to leave them in their spot and yeah. they may be doing it subconsciously. And when you approach that conversation, you approach those people, you have to do it with empathy in terms of like, 
just understand that they potentially are feeling a bit bad about themselves and they're projecting onto you. It's nothing against you. And you need to kind of like take it off as a, just like yeah. duck off a water's back almost. And exactly. then do and meditation it. helps a lot as well. What was that? Meditation helps a lot. Um, yeah. I, I've like got into it in lockdown as well and just listening to positive meditation. It really helps your mindset every day. Is there anything else that you're doing like that to, to kind of keep you in a positive vibe over the lockdown? And um, Yeah, so I just meditate every day um, and I, I like give myself 10, 15 minutes away from everyone, just lock myself in a room and put my headphones in and just listen to a meditation. And yeah, just come out of there and I'm just a different person, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't shout at my kids anymore. I don't shout at anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's really do you know what that's a, it was a really good um piece of advice to give someone actually i know it's something just you do and you're just sharing what you do but having time to yourself is something people probably aren't doing enough of especially right now when you're trapped in a house with your family just um give yourself some space is is a really good really good piece of advice yeah so what is next for you then like You've got to a point where you're you we, we touched on it a little while ago in terms of like your goals and stuff, but you're you said you want to maintain now. Um, yeah, so, and you're uh, you're at a point where you're a bit worried about increasing calories and things like that. Maybe I can give you some advice on that. What is what is stopping you? What is making you feel the way you do? Because I think I've been there where you are now. Um, I just don't want to put weight on again. Yeah. So I want to stay at the base weight that I'm at now. Um, I don't want to go up and I don't want to go down. So um, I kind of weigh myself every morning and I have this window where I can't, can't go over that window. I can't <laughs> so I have to be within those pounds, um, which I have stayed at and I'm happy with, uh, even with eating out and eating what I want to eat and, you know, tracking and everything. So um, maintenance for me is where I am right now. I, I I can't up my calories because I don't want to put the weight back on because I, I think that even if I, like, go up by two 300 calories, um, it's going to come back on again. Yeah. Well, if you're maintaining your weight, you're probably eating at maintenance. Um, while you may be in a deficit during the week, you're probably – with the increase of calories over the weekend, you're probably yeah. across the week in uh, maintenance. So that's why your weight is staying stable. So I probably wouldn't actually increase your calories yeah. um, by too much. If you do, do it by a little bit, but um, you're probably averaging on maintenance. The one thing I would say, if the scale is starting to come up over a period of time, and if it is over a period of time, don't panic. Because you regularly strength train, and you're eating at maintenance, what's going to happen slowly is you're going to start building muscle. And yeah. it will be slow. It will be a very gradual process, but your weight will start to come up by like a couple of pounds a month or so if if that's what's happening. And maybe even a lot less than that, like maybe a pound a month or half a pound a month. Yeah. Um, Because you're a female and you don't grow muscle that, that fast. But so don't panic if that starts to happen. That's fine. That's fine. Muscle I'm fine with. I just don't <laughs> But you have to go by just not even just the weight. So what what a lot of people will be listening to this going, you weigh yourself daily. Is that healthy? Like it's not something we av advocate for everyone. You have to be if you're going to weigh yourself daily, use it as an accountability tool. But people who do weigh themselves regularly do manage their weight a bit better. It's yeah. just uh, something that's proven in research. The 
the only thing is that when you if you are weighing yourself quite regularly you need to have a relationship with your weight that is not emotional yeah because if you have an emotional relationship with your weight it's going to get cause a very negative mindset because if it does come up one day then you might feel a bit rubbish and you know feel a bit rubbish about yourself when you have to remember you are more than what the weight just says yeah. so you can still see really good progress without weighing yourself you have to use other measurement markers like clothes like um you know how you feel pictures that sort of thing don't just rely on the on the weighing scale and i know jamie you know all this like you probably do um progress like check progress with your with your scales as well as your clothes and fitting and you know pictures yeah. and also performance markers what i mean by that is is things like are your weights going up is your fitness improving and we do something called performance week where we check members progress and you know that sort of thing kind what of where you, you kill us you mean <laughs> you, everyone knows it as a killer week but we we call it performance week um we call it a a way to test where you are at right now so we you push you change the name to killer week no we'll keep it performance week cuz um people listening to this will never want to join us <laughs> So for anyone listening thinking what the hell all it is is a measure of your progress. So every week, every every 12 weeks, sorry, we run something called performance week where we basically do get you to do some markers of progress. So it could be like how many press-ups can you do without failing? So you have to do like one every 3 seconds. How many can you do? Uh same thing with squats, what are your weights? What like you know, how many how much weight can you lift with a certain lift, that sort of thing? how far can you run in 10 minutes all these different progress markers we we get you to measure and then we see how much you've improved over the past 12 weeks that way fitness is not you're actually measuring your fitness and your strength as opposed to just going i need to lose weight and making it a journey all about weight loss because if you're just looking at how you look you are going to end up feeling miserable no those performance good actually because the first performance week that I did was terrible i think it was terrible like <laughs> i had like beyonders with me who probably been with you for like years or two years or whatever and i felt so embarrassed that first performance week because i was like doing basically half of what they were doing and sadie i remember sadie saying to me don't worry don't worry the next one you'll be fine you'll be fine and it was like i think we had to do burpees that first performance week that i was on <laughs> five and they were like 15 20 30 and I was like what the hell what's going on here so <laughs> but yeah I actually love them now the yeah point. but you, you have to remember also like you have to you have to measure your progress with your own progress so when we do performance week we don't compare anyone's numbers or anything like that like you may obviously members do it naturally if you're in a group and you're training together you're going to see how you compare against other people who look like you and you know are similar age to you and that sort of thing But at the same time that can be a positive thing because if you are someone who's quite competitive then you know that like you know if someone my age is doing the same thing as me I can get to that level. Yeah. And while it may feel a bit like a bit of a slap in the face when you're in the moment eventually it becomes a motivating thing because you're not you're doing it in like a I need to push myself to a, a new standard. No but it's it motivating so anyone who is thinking of joining don't worry about it because the performance week like everyone is cheering each other on it's just it's really good it's fun you don't even think it's performance week to be honest <laughs> we're such a good group like training with you everyone's just rooting for everyone so it is fun <laughs> yeah we're really big on community and obviously one of our 
biggest values at Body Me On is to have fun. That's the first thing we make sure. Like when we're doing the programming, everything is this fun. Are we going to enjoy teaching it? Are we going to enjoy, um, you know, coaching it? And are our members going to enjoy actually taking part in what we're doing? And if we don't tick that first box, we have to start again in terms of like programming, in terms of what we're getting members to do. So we're big on um, enjoying yourself. And the reason why we we are so big on enjoying yourself is because if you're going to, most people will have to stay fit for life. So you have to exercise and train for the rest of your life. You can't just go, I'm going to do this to get to a certain goal and then just give up all the habits I've built over that year. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people make a mistake. So they go to the gym and, you know, get to their goal or whatever and then stop. Yeah. And, and it's just a disaster. Like, yes, I have, I have people asking me the same question. Like, oh, you've, you've reached to where you want to reach to. So you can stop training now. You can stop, you know, eating what you're eating and looking at what you're eating. And, and, and I'm like, no, it's, this is me now for the rest of my life. I have yeah. to every single day. That, that's just me. If it's, I don't train one day, I don't feel right. I feel sick. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> and, like, you, people maybe think that's a bit obsessive. Like, if you... Well, like, but if you start to enjoy exercise, why is it a problem? If it brings you so much benefits, whether it's like your mood, physically, looks, everything, if it makes you better, why is it a problem? Yeah. Like, like I feel the same. When I don't train, I actually feel irritable. So I feel like annoyed. I feel a bit cranky. And that's not because just generally because I haven't worked out. It's because I know that I haven't done something positive that I actually enjoy something yeah. I've actually wanted to do so yeah it's it's just one of those things like once you enjoy the process you're more likely to stick to it for longer mm. if you were back where you were um I don't know maybe not even last year maybe when you were first getting started <laughs> what would you say to yourself what would you say to that person who may be in the position you were years and years ago struggling trying to lose weight and just not getting anywhere uh, stop doing what you're doing because it's not going to work. And um, talk to Vinay or Sadie or Nikhil. I'm not even joking. No, I'm not joking. Seriously, talk to one of you guys and just do it. Just join up. I mean, what are you guys waiting for? Because I've been there and stop wasting your time. You're literally wasting years away, time away, doing nothing. It's not going to work. You you need to be in a program. You just need to. And you just yeah. need to. And I'm telling you, give it three, six months and you will be where you want to be at. That, that's all it's going to take. I'm serious. If you're consistent with it, you're going to reach where you want to reach to. I think that's a great place to end. But what I would like to add to to what you just said is someone thinking that like, oh, no, six months is still too long. Uh, eight months is going to take too long. That's I can't do that. That time is going to pass anyway. It's going to so, pass it's not like losing weight is not a quick it's not going to be a quick fix it's not yeah. Quick. um yeah uh, you probably you guys obviously know that you do drop a lot of your weight in the first two three months right the f well me i saw a big change in my first four weeks of joining you guys yeah. like i dropped a lot in the first four weeks and but that's fine and if you the first four weeks you do drop a lot after joining doesn't mean you stop. You've got to carry on. You've got to reach your goal and not even stop after that because then obviously, as we discussed, you've got to be in maintenance. But whatever you're doing now and it's not working, 
why are you carrying on? It's not going to work. And you're giving yourself six to eight months carrying on doing that what's not working when you can be with body and beyond for six to eight months and <laughs> reach to where you want to get to right so i mean just drop it drop what you're doing because i've been there and just give these guys a call or give me a call and i'll direct you to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i've i really appreciate you plugging us and um giving us a big shout out but i think what jamie's trying to say is just basically while she's saying join us she genuinely probably means as well just don't keep on the same path that's not leading to success stop yeah. trying quick fixes stop trying to take shortcuts and just do what you know is proven to work and while that may be off putting like i have to put in the work it's going to take a bit longer i want it a bit more overnight what what we're both trying to say is that time goes like whether you're you know like it's going to be 2022 next year whether you like it or not and you could either be happier than where you are now because you've put in the work over the next like eight months or whatever or you could be eight months now regretting that you didn't start sooner yeah and that's literally what it's going to be like time's flown with me training with you guys and the whole of lockdown i mean has flown right and Imagine all you people sitting at home who wanted to lose weight, um, wanted to get stronger and fitter, um, want to tone up or whatever. I mean, everyone has different goals. I get a lot of girls saying, oh, I just want to tone up. I just want to go to the gym to tone up. But yeah. that's not the only reason you're going there for, to tone up. Realistically, you're not. So, And it's not going to happen. It, it's not a quick fix. That's what I'm trying to say. It, it's so not. And I didn't realize that until I joined you guys. I used to... I used to buy all these products off the internet and join all these people thinking it was a quick fix because you get so many people like just roping you into stuff and I'm one of those gullible people that'll just buy anything so but it's, that's not how it works and this is proven and you've got to do it if you want to do it I think it's it's easy to get roped into that kind of stuff when you're desperate for change and I don't mean that you're just someone who's desperate or gullible but when you really really want something you'll almost do anything to get there especially when something sounds really flashy and you have to remember a lot of these products and things like that have marketing and branding and psychology behind them to help you to make you want to buy that product and you have all these photoshop models like exactly you're not going to look like that after buying that product trust me (laughs) (laughs) and it's often like as also like when you see people online like they're posting pictures and things that don't necessarily look like them in reality so they set like an example of what you feel is real and it's not because it's is i've even done it mistakenly myself in terms of i've taken a photo at a good angle with good lighting and then i compare myself to how i look now in real life to how i looked in that good picture and i'm like why do i not look like that and i'm like yeah, because you remember that you idiot, you posed to a slightly uh, um, skewed way that made you look slimmer than you were and more muscular than you were in but really good uh, bathroom lighting. It's and that's about, why you look like that. It is all about the angles, though, especially in the <laughs> office. It's all about angles. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if I can't even live up to the best picture I've taken of myself, then clearly you're not going to be able to live up to somebody else's best picture. So just focus on yourself look at what you look like in real life 
and don't be fooled by everything you see on the internet on instagram and things like that like just go on your journey focus on improving focus on all the things that jamie's done in terms of like just making sure you're better stronger you're fitter you're happier than you were yesterday and you will get to your goal eventually you just have to give it time keep going keep going strong jamie is there any last words you'd like to add um no i think that's it i'll cost yeah. you later. what was that i said i'll cost you later on text <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i really appreciate you listening i hope you really found that useful jamie where can people find you if they um, wanted to speak to you instagram lashes by jamie i'm on there so just dm me if you need to ask me anything and i'll be happy to respond and if you're still listening tag both of us so tag jamie on her instagram handle just say it once more lashes by jamie and i am my instagram handle has changed it's vin and beyond so tag me if you're still listening to this screenshot your phone put it up on instagram stories and tag us both so that more people can hear us and find this podcast we hope you enjoyed that thank you very much over and out guys (laughs) 